I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one -on -one time with teachers, with class sizes like about 16 per teacher. You can really get that one-on-one -on -one help a lot of students need. A 12 to one student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. Tonight, opening night for the Canes, taking on Ottawa. You can stick right here and hear all of the pregame all the way up to puck drop on 99.9, the fan, and including the action. Uh, now, I, I'll, I'll put it this way. We're getting ready to talk with Cat uh, Campbell, WRAL meteorologist, who I'm told is a, is a big Canes fan. Um, I, I might not think this way, but I know my two-year-old son at home thinks this way. You can judge how awesome a tailgate's going to be by how many of those blow-up bounce houses you can see from where you're sitting. Uh, I've got eyes on three bounce houses. So if you're, if you're thinking of bringing the kids, if you're thinking of bringing the whole family out, uh, there will be plenty for them to do. Now we just need to make sure that the weather is going to cooperate. So let's bring on Kat Campbell. Kat Campbell, WREL meteorologist, joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Kat, thank you very much for taking the time. What should we expect from Mother Nature if we're going to be tailgating and getting ready for tonight's game? Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. So good news for the bounce houses and the kids that you were just talking about. It doesn't <laughs> appear to be very windy, so I think that the kids mm -hmm. are going to be a-okay to be out at the bounce houses. Now, temperature-wise, we'll be in the lower 70s if you're going to be tailgating, maybe mid-70s for those who are dedicated and getting out there early this afternoon. But all around low 70s, it will be cloudy, but, you know, it's not going to be a bad day. As you're tailgating, we expect dry weather once we get to the end of the game tonight and you're leaving, temperatures will be in the lower 60s. So it's not bad weather if you want to bring the hoodie with you that maybe you were wearing inside the game. It'll be comfortable to wear outside. And there's a very, very small chance of a sprinkle as you leave the game. Nothing that you need to worry about bringing an umbrella in for, I would say. You know, if you've got your hoodie, it'll keep you warm if you get chilly easily and you can just throw off the hood if you run into any sprinkles. But all around, we've got good weather for the big home opener tonight. And and uh, all of the details that I didn't even uh, didn't even think to ask you about, you brought them. So, Kat, we appreciate it. And can we get a go Canes? Go Canes, and and I've got yeah. something else for you. We have a special surprise tonight uh, from the WRL weather team. So be on the lookout for it at the game. All right, we'll we'll be on the lookout there. And and we can't let you you can't let you get off the hook without making a prediction. So opening night, Ooh. give us how you think this one's going to go. I think Canes will win tonight. They're going to go in with the adrenaline. They're going to go in with the energy. They're going to win. Do you need an exact score prediction, or can we just go for a Canes win? Hold on. My, my, my producer, Dennis, oh, yeah. is whispering something to me. I couldn't yeah. quite make it out, so Dennis is going to take it. So, yeah, I, yeah, I know you said uh, prediction for tonight. Uh, well, two things. Let's get your prediction for tonight and prediction for the season. But i got to ask about this tease you gave us a moment ago. All right. What it, I would say the prediction for tonight, I'm thinking – they win four to two. <laughs> I said the same thing yesterday. So, Kat, you and I are on the same page. Uh, prediction for the season, Stanley Cup or no? Uh, I don't know yet. I mean, it's early on. I want to be optimistic and say, of course, but we got to watch how it goes for a little bit. You know, we have, we have some players out still, so we want to, you know, ask me in a couple games, mm. and I'll give you a solid answer to that. Okay, that's a fair point. I'll, I'll accept that. All right, you teased us here a moment ago. You said tonight the WREL weather team is going to have something special for us. Is it going to be a white Christmas? Are you going to tell us we're going to have a white Christmas, Kat? Because I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Absolutely not. 
Um, I, it has nothing to do with Christmas. It has everything to do with the Canes. Oh, okay. All right. All right. There's a hint. We'll, we'll, we'll take that. We'll, We'll take that into account. We'll be looking for you when uh, we're looking for the, the weather team when you're out here for, for opening night. Uh, Kat, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Go Canes. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. As far as news that the meteorologist gives you, that's yeah. about as good as you can get tonight. Oh, yeah, it's going to be overcast. You don't have to worry about getting you know, burned up in the sun or anything like that. Don't have to worry about rain, perfect temperatures. Got to love it. She went prediction 4-2 for opening night. I'll, I'll give you mine later on. Dennis jumped the gun yesterday and said 4-2, so, so he and Kat are aligned in that one. Uh, let's have some fun. Let's talk defense. I mean, when, when, when you just want, like, uh, right, if, I, don't, I don't know why this is the example that pops into my head. When, if you're a Warriors fan and you want to have fun, you talk three-point shooting. That's what uh, they do. If, if you're a Canes fan and you want to have fun, I couldn't use a, a Hornets example yet. We don't, we, we don't know what they do that well. So uh, they start in two weeks, though. Hornets start in two weeks. Uh, but when, you, when you're a Canes fan or, or you, you cover the Canes and you just want to have a good time, optimistic, you talk about that, that, that defense because they're so darn good at it. They try so hard at it. They, they have a system that works. And, and when you have Slavin and Burns at the, the top or uh, Shea and Pesci, and, and then you're throwing Dmitry Orlov into what you could describe as a, a third line. Uh, third pair, yeah. That, that is a th- – yeah, third pair. That, that is a the definition of kind of uh, uh, a surplus of riches, right? So, so – Didn't even mention Jalen Chatfield. Didn't even mention – I didn't seventh I, guy. Or, or Tony D'Angelo. I mean, it's, yeah. it's at a certain point, I don't want the show to just be us sitting here reading names, although it could be. If you just read the defensive player – the defenseman's names over and over and over again, it would be like, I, I, they convinced me. They have a pretty good defense uh, because it's, it's, it's that simple. And, uh, and, again, we said this at the beginning of the show. I'll, I'll update you once again. Um, we did uh, hear from uh, Rod Brendamore earlier today, earlier in, in the, the prep process, uh, that we are not going to hear, meaning the public, the media, the fans, are not going to he- hear whether they're rolling with, with the six defensemen or the seven defensemen mm-hmm. into the, the opening night game. I think we're all kind of expecting the, the seven and Chatfield on, on the, uh, the roster and, and active which feels like how it should be going. Uh, but, but you know, like I said, Brenda Moore is not tipping his hat at all on this one. And nor should he, and that's totally fine. And I think it's, it's going to be fluid throughout the season because there might be some games, all right, there's a defenseman dealing with a little bit of a bump or a little bit of a bruise, then you know what? Guess what? You can roll with 12 forwards if you want to. And, uh, and with that being said, we're going to have to throw the, the fun conversation about defense on the, and, and, and the, the talented ability to prevent goals by this team on hold uh, because I see walking across the, the uh, area here right towards us, Don Waddell, Carolina Hurricanes general manager. I said we were hoping to get a stop by from, from Don, and it looks like we will. He's getting mic'd up. Uh, so, so put your listening ears on. We're about to hear from one of the guys that have – built the what we're so excited about with the the carolina hurricanes so don waddell joining the show here on 99.9 the fan uh throwing his headset on pulling the microphone down and then we'll jump into it 
There we go. He's a guy who knows his way around a microphone, knows his way around a a, a hockey rink as well. Uh, Don, thank you for coming outside and and joining us on opening night. Uh, We'll start with some of the moves of the offseason. Dmitry Orlov, the the, the big splash, right, a a team that – you know, obviously you thought only needed some tweaking. You didn't change much, but but he was one of those tweaks. Why was he the guy to bring in? Well, when we looked at our decor, first of all, it was the strength of our hockey club last <laughs> year. And, you know, we have three unrestricted guys at the end of the year in Shea, Pesci, and uh, and uh, Chatfield, all guys we'd like to sign. But when Demetrius name came up, uh, I remember the negotiations when it started at noon or so, the agent was looking for seven years, and I told him we weren't interested. We were looking for a short-term window, and so – you know, he called me back a couple hours and said, well, what are you thinking? And so we got down to the nuts and bolts and said, we're, we're interested in two years. And we were able to cut the deal. So we just, it was protection. Not only he helps our team today, but it's also protection going forward that, you know, we built our teams over the years on our defense. And we want to be able to continue that as we move forward. So that was a big reason. You brought up some of the guys on the, the final year of their deal, which so many fans are pointing to and seeing and are looking forward to how that's going to shake out. What is it like organizing a roster when there are, you know, after this season, so many question marks, but this season has such high expectations? And that's what you have to live for. You know, uh, you, you, hockey players and sports in general, you know, these players play all their years to become free agents. Um, <laughs> so. You know, you're going to lose some guys. We have in the past, Dougie Hamilton, a few other guys that have walked away. We're worried about today. Hmm. You know, we got to win today. We always say you worry about today, you got to protect tomorrow. But in this case, the uh, way we're set up, we know we have Slavin, we know we have Burns, we know we have uh, Orloff next year. It's a good place to start. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, our goal remains again to sign all the players and we continue to talk with their representations, but there's no urgency from either end. And, you know, we had a great run last year, came up short, and we want to continue that uh, starting right tonight. Talking with Don Waddell, Carolina Hurricanes GM, you, you mentioned we want to focus on today. How involved are you in the decision to, to six defensemen, seven defensemen, 12 forwards, 11? Are, are you in that, that meeting room? What's, what's, what are we looking at? Yeah, we, we talk about it uh, <laughs> too often, actually. But, uh, you know, again, when you have – you know, our team, you know, when you don't play, when you start playing back-to-back games and that, you know, it's hard to go with uh, 11 forwards. But, you know, we play tonight. We don't play again until Saturday. Um, you, and it gives our, trust me, Alho, Neck, Chess, those guys love 11 forwards because they, <laughs> they, 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 they want to play more. The fans don't love it as much because they want to play more. So, you know, it's a balancing uh, act. And, you know, it's also your opponent, too. You, you know, you look at who your opponent is and, what kind of muscle you need there, sandpaper and that. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think we even know until the, all the guys are going to take warm-up tonight. We talked about it two hours ago, and there's no decision being made yet. And take warm-up, and, you know, Rod will make the final call. You, you, you use the term sandpaper. Our, our producer, Dennis, here, uh, he's used sandpaper to describe Michael Bunting more, more than a few times. How much of, of that element of his personality and his attitude was, was why you brought him in, again, as one of those few tweaks? Well, he's one of those guys that does both. You know, he puts up numbers, and he also plays uh, on the edge. You know, fighting is gone from the game. There's very little fighting. Uh, but you also, you know, he's playing with Ajo and Jarvis. You know, those, those guys... They, they're not afraid by any means, uh, but I don't want them to have to battle every <laughs> battle that they get into. So a guy like Michael, you know, can assist in that way. But also, you know, it's important to score goals, and he also brings the offense that he has in the past. 
Don Waddell, Carolina Hurricanes GM, connecting with us live here outside PNC Arena on opening night as the Canes get ready to host Ottawa later tonight. Uh, you brought up the, the 11 forwards, and the forwards love it because they want to be on the ice. Uh, how difficult was it for Svech not to be out there for opening night? You know, he's worked so hard. You know, uh, He's been in town since uh, he only left for a couple weeks, but been really trained since July 1st, You know, preparing for this day. And you know, if you ask me and uh, Rowdy myself, we would say, boy, he looks great in practice. You know, he still hasn't. <laughs> we, we've seen some videos. Yeah, he's, skating, he, yeah. he's skating really well. Well, and remember, we do our testing with our players. He was our number one fitness player in, in training camp. <laughs> uh, but this decision is uh, not made by Rod and I. It's made by the doctors. You know, they, they measure your, your, your uh, difference between one leg and the other leg. And we've done it in the past, and we know right where the range should be. And he's still probably 5 to 6% under where the doctors like him to be. So, you know, October uh, 11th is important, but we play 82 games. And if he has to miss a few games here or there uh, to be ready to play the second half or the whole rest of the year in the playoffs, that's much more important to us. Was, was there any temptation to look at the other guys and say he just became our most fit player on the fitness test and he's out there on one leg? What's going on with the rest <laughs> yeah. of you? Well, the one thing I can say, our guys are, <laughs> are, are great great fitness because this, this uh, Andre was number one. Second was Burns, mm. which is amazing because he, 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 he just – he might be whatever he is, 39 years old, but he acts like a 21-year-old and works out like a 21-year-old. In fact, the last exhibition game he was here, uh, he played 18 minutes, and he was riding the bike after the game. I said, you're going to have to ride this bike for a long time. He said, yeah, I know. I might have to be here all night. You know, <laughs> those guys just want to play. But, you know, the, the fitness of our team, you know, Bill Bernstein, our strength coach, does a great job. But, it, you know, let's face it, Rod is the example. and. You know, you know, you can't be in worse shape than the coach. No, there's, there's <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, if you come in here, un, you know, not ready for training camp, you have no chance. You know, used to be athletes would take you know the summer off, skate for maybe a month before. Now, you know, players take two, three weeks off, which we really suggest take some time off because it's just a, so hard on your body. But when you get ready to go back at it, you better make sure when first day of training camp. You know, you're ready to go. Don Waddell, Carolina Hurricanes GM, joining us here on the drive with Tim Donnelly. Uh, some of the biggest news of the offseason was a, a big old fat stack of money going to Sebastian Ajo. Uh, now that, you know, the ink is dried and everything, we, we can uh, we can ask you honestly, right, he was never going anywhere. You were never going to let him slip away. No, not at all. We had great talks with his uh, representation uh, throughout. You know, it, it probably took a little longer uh, than people wanted to take. Hmm. But it's negotiations, and we, we knew from day one. I mean, when he left here, I met with him before he left here, and he said, Don, I, I don't want to be anyplace else. You know, this, this is where I want to be. And that's the way every conversation was, and it's just a matter of coming up with the, the, the AV and the structure and getting all that uh, together. And, you know, at the end of the day, he's going to make a lot of money, but we're happy to pay him a lot of money. Well, what's the next step for, for Ajo? When, when you look at – uh, the deal when you look at the production that he's had, how does he take the next step to that that ultra rare upper level? Yeah, you know, I, I, he can't do it by himself. You know, he needs uh, support from his line mates, of course. Uh, I know one thing: if if uh, if Aho ended up this year with two goals and four assists, and we won a Stanley Cup, he'd be the happiest guy in the room <laughs> because he wants to win. We have some predictions that would be mighty wrong <laughs> if that happens. Yeah. So he could he could go ahead and get more than that. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, no. So, you know. 
to me, you know, he's an uh, elite player. He's not in the, maybe the, the, you know, the top guys that we that we know around the league. But he does it all. You know, kills penalties, power play. But as good as he is offensively, he's just as good defensively too. So he's a very responsible player. You, you see him on the ice in the last minute of the game, whether we're winning or losing by a goal. He's always out there. And th- that just shows you how much we believe in him. Uh, and and. Also, the the element right you mentioned when he was heading out for the off season, he said like, "Listen, Don, I don't want to, I don't want to be anywhere else." Uh, looking at where kind of this this build started with with you and Brindamore, uh, I remember kind of last year it started to become people want to come to the Canes, right? Guys that that want to win are now looking at Carolina and you know telling their agent, "Hey, why don't I end up there?" Uh, how how great does it feel to have come that far where someone like like Aho is saying? I don't. I don't want to play anywhere else. I, I just want to play here compared to where it was when you took over. Yeah. No. Before we were begging guys to talk to us, <laughs> yeah. let, let alone have to overpay them. <laughs> There's a, a long, so, a long journey there yeah, from when, that. That's when, where we are. When you go five years making the playoffs, three years we've won our division, and the core of our team is is still what we consider a young age, and that's nothing against Burns and Stahl and a couple of the older guys. You know, everybody believes we have a chance to win, and players are going to chase money money's obviously but the second most important thing is they want to win you know and so as long as we're competitive in the financial side of things we're, we're going to be able to keep the players we want to keep and attract uh, other players to fill out other holes uh, an interesting bit of, of front officing you were able to do uh coach Ekov with syracuse in the, in the tampa system uh some of the reporting is is that you had multiple options and there were there were a bunch of deals there uh how do you decide where he goes, and what's the plan for Coach Ekov? Well, when Vasilevsky went down in Tampa, you know, their, guy, their young guy that they were counting on to be their number one guy in Syracuse is now up in Tampa. So the, the biggest thing for us is he just has to play. You know, to sit around here and have three goalies, limited practice once the season starts because we travel so much in that. We also know that uh, the history shows that we're probably going to use three goalies at some point <laughs> this year. Last year pretty early. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, we just we need them to play and we need them to play in the best situation syracuse tampa does a great job with their farm team they're always a very competitive team and we know he's going to be the number one guy there and get as many starts as uh, uh be able to him you know most teams when if you go to another team organization they're always grooming their next guy and he might be not get as much playing time in this situation and julian uh the gm and tampa is a very good friend of mine and we, we talked about it and we, we got that deal done in about 10 minutes so I was happy for that. Uh, what about Unger Soren, another guy that turned a lot of heads in camp? Uh, you know, we were, we, I was at a uh, morning skate, and when he's skating around there, he's a big dude, and then you see his face, and you're like, oh, he, he's, he's 18 years old, which is exactly what he is, uh, but obviously didn't end up making a very difficult-to-make opening day roster. Uh, what, what's your opinion on him? How has it changed over the last two months? When every draft player, you know, you're always – wondering you know how they're going to be three or four years from now well we got a quick look at him early on here he played four exhibition games it certainly didn't look out of place truthfully he could play here right now but it wouldn't be the best thing for his development you know he's 175 pounds uh you know he might look big out there but he's he's pretty skinny Mm -hmm. he needs to put on some weight and size and again to be 12 13 forward right now that's not good for his development you know an 18 year old player let him go play for a year we'll see where he is next summer and if he's ready to join our team certainly we'd love to have him on our team Don Waddell, Carolina Hurricanes GM, opening night. I, I know you have a, a lot to get to, so I'll ask one more here. Uh, I'm sure you hear the the, the expectations, right? In, in, in our business, normally when, hey, we cover a team, we do this, we do that, uh, they, they 
they hit us with, oh, is the team going to be good this year? This year the question has changed to, are they going to win the Stanley Cup this year? Uh, so so do you get that? Like, is, is it Stanley Cup or bust? You've been building to this. It's been, you know, for the last four years, first round, second round, second round, conference championship. Like, there's only – there's a logical line I can draw this year to the to the Stanley Cup. You know, obviously that's our ultimate goal. You know, when I took over, Rod and I took over, it was making the playoffs. We don't even talk about that anymore. You still got to get there, of course. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of things can happen during a season. A lot of things can happen in playoffs with injuries and so forth. So it's not to say that if that Stanley Cup or bust, 100% our goal is to win the Stanley Cup and, and uh, be there in uh, June. Um, you know, we, we just, again, you can't manage everything. Uh, some things are out of your control, but I, we feel good going into camp here and starting tonight here. We feel pretty good about our hockey team. I, I fibbed a little bit. I, that was last hockey question. <laughs> now I have to ask about uh, pretty much right where we're sitting, right, the PNC uh, renovations. What, what are you most excited for when you look at all of the, I'm sure, the renderings and the blueprints that are being passed through your, your office? I spent three hours on it this morning. Um, you know, on game day, you're, game you're, day. You're, you know, that's the business part of my job. <laughs> you know, the roster's done. I couldn't yeah. do it anymore today. But, you know, first inside the arena, the renovations, you know, it's all going to be uh, for our great uh, fans and customers coming to the arena for not only our games and NC State and all the concerts. So, you know, we're going to put over $300 million within the building. And then on the outside here, this is all development we're talking about, you know, doing a music festival, a uh, music venue, 5,000-seat indoor music was, venue. Was that a slip? Are we, are we building a festival? No, not a festival. Okay. Maybe, maybe a major league baseball team, but that's a different Ooh. conversation. Ooh. Uh, that's a, that's a all different right, I've got one more question. I, I, I lied again. I've got one more question. Uh, if you're going to bring up the, uh, the, the, the MLB coming to this area potentially, kind of give us give us your take and what, what might be happening behind the scenes. Yeah, we, we, had, we had some meetings yesterday actually about it. You know, it's there's a lot of work that's got to go in just to see if we can uh, support it. Mm. You know, Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball obviously uh, is looking at expansion. There's no secret about mm-hmm. that. Raleigh's one of the cities, possibly Nashville, which I think we could easily win over. I um, like it. Uh, but you know, there, and the good thing is the state uh, really wants it. You know, and first of all, you're going to spend probably two and a half billion dollars on an expansion franchise. You're going to have to have uh, support from government to build the building. You know, you're probably talking a billion, two billion, three for a building. You know, you got to pick a site, everything else. So a lot of work got to get into it. But the one thing I do know, when Tom Dunnan says he wants to do something, uh, he's <laughs> he, going to put. He his, looks at people like you to get it <laughs> yeah, done. I know he's how he's going to put his best foot forward. <laughs> to he's excited about it. That's uh, you know that that's the encouraging thing for uh, for us and for uh, obviously this community. If and I just know the way Tom operates. If anybody can do it, Tom can do it. It's just a matter, you know, a lot of uh, steps to go through, and a lot the, the process will be long, and you know we'll see what the outcome is. And then, uh, 25, 26 years into the future, you'll have one one championship. You'll be looking to bring in another, right? That's how it works when a new when a new franchise comes to this area. Yeah, no doubt. You know, <laughs> winning, and that's what it's funny because yesterday, you know, they said what well, expansion teams you usually don't win for quite a few years, and Tom's like, no, we, we're going to win right away. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, that's just the way his mindset. You know, and we all know, you know, we used to be a budget team. We're not a budget team. We're a cap team. The NHL tells us how much money we can spend, and that's what we spend. So, you know, I think baseball would be the same way for Tom. That, that's that's good to hear right there. That's that's lovely to a fan base's ears. Uh, Don, we appreciate you for stopping out. Hopefully we're able to catch up again once the season gets underway. Absolutely. Pleasure to be with you guys. Thank you. Once again, that is Don Waddell, Carolina Hurricanes general manager, stopping by outside PNC Arena ahead of 
opening night for the Carolina Hurricanes, the energy continuing to rise. Your heart, it's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.